This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is titled Follow the Leaders, and we are going to discuss two of the greatest American soccer players to ever step foot on an American soccer field. So let's get started. What do Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey have in common? More than you think, more than both just being U.S. men's national team players, more than being MLS players, more than they've both played in Europe. There's a lot more. We're going to put the obvious things aside for a moment and rewind the tape all the way to the beginning. We are going to look at how these guys, these two amazing players, two of the best players in U.S. men's national team history, two American soccer legends, first got introduced to soccer. Before we get into that, I'd like to tell you about two programs that 343 offers. One is for ambitious coaches, and the other is for parents and players that are looking for help with individual training. So we'll start with the coaches. Coaches, chances are that you are looking for a proven possession-based methodology to study and a proven practitioner to learn from. Real footage of practice sessions and games allow you to see and hear how Brian Clyburn has repeatedly built some of the strongest youth teams and youth players this country has ever seen. You also get eBooks, audio interviews, and additional support from the members-only forums to assist you in your coaching development with your 343 membership. To learn more about the benefits of a 343 Premium Coaching Membership, you can visit 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 34 and 3, the word coaching, all spelled out, .com. All right, parents, now it's your turn. You want what is best for your player, right? A lot of parents are looking for a better and a smarter approach to personal training because personal training can be expensive. It can be confusing. You don't know if what you're getting from the personal trainer is actually what your player needs. You don't know if that's going to allow them to even become a better player or a smarter player. There's a lot of questions that come with personal training. The 343 Masterclass is going to provide you with a simple, powerful, and affordable all-in-one solution to individual player development. In fact, we use the stories of the professional players and the families that we've worked with, players like Uli Yanez and Alex Mendez, to demonstrate how 343's unique approach to individual training and mentorship can help you and your player just maximize your valuable time spent with training. To learn more about this exclusive online course, you can visit 343masterclass.com. Once again, that's the numbers 343 and then masterclass, all spelled out, .com. Okay, let's get back into today's topic. And I've already told you that the title of this episode is Follow the Leaders. So let's see what we can learn from the stories of Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan. We'll start with Landon. Landon Donovan, a kid from sunny Southern California, was born on March 4th, 1982, along with his twin sister. His parents, both of Irish descent, were also Canadian citizens, and his dad, a former semi-professional hockey player. His older brother, Josh, introduced Landon to soccer as soon as little Landon could walk. And by the time Landon was five years old, he was ready to join his first AYSO team. Landon's mom remembers that first game and Landon scoring seven goals. Landon inevitably made the move to club soccer, joining a team called Cal Heat, a Southern California club 
comprised primarily of Latino soccer players. And that's an interesting point about Landon soccer development. So let's put a pin in his story for now, and we'll come back to him in just a moment. Let's talk about Clint. On March 9th, 1983, one year and five days after Landon Donovan was born, Clint Dempsey was born in Nokodoshitz, Texas. And Clint, too, was of Irish descent. And like Landon, Clint was introduced to soccer by his older brother, Ryan. Clint, however, grew up in a trailer, not a Southern California suburb. And he grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly Latino. In his teens, he joined the local Hispanic men's league. In that men's league, it was common for him to encounter former pro or semi-pro players, along with many others that were aspiring to play at higher levels. And that is an interesting part of Clint's story. So we'll put a pin in his and come back to that in a moment as well. As we've discussed on this podcast before, there are five major components which influence player development. If you've never heard them or you need a reminder, here they are. Number one, the household parent family influence. Number two, the playing on your own influence. Number three, the pickup game influence. Number four, the structured club training influence. And number five, the personal training influence. Now, instead of just mentioning these again, Today, we are going to take a little closer look into the first thing that influenced players like Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey. Specifically, we are going to talk about the household parent family influence. And if that is lacking in a home, how you can either remedy that or supplement that with other influences. But let's talk about the typical American soccer club household at this moment. The affluent suburban culture is generally not conducive to top-level player development for quite a few reasons. The values in this culture heavily emphasize things such as academics, strict rule following, which kills creativity and street smarts. It also emphasizes a soft, everyone-gets-a-trophy mentality, among many other things, all of which breed player mediocrity. And a large proportion of parents in this affluent suburban culture demographic don't seem to have much, if any, playing experience. Certainly not at a decent level, nor do they have a soccer heritage where knowledge, culture, and experience can be passed down. So right out of the gate, a lot of American soccer players are at a huge disadvantage when it comes to receiving proper soccer mentorship and guidance from their parents in the home. And this isn't the player's fault. In fact, it's not the parent's fault either. It's no one's fault. It's just reality. In American soccer, the responsibility of teaching soccer often falls on the shoulders of someone else. And a lot of times parents outsource that development to coaches and to trainers. And a lot of times that process of development starts far too late. Signing kids up for recreational soccer at five and six often coincides with a child's first experience of dribbling and kicking a ball. Tom Byers' now famous philosophy of soccer starts at home actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Kids who are introduced to skills training or just a ball at younger ages, we'll say zero to five years old, for example, will be proficient in the basics and possibly even advanced skills 
At the same time, their peers are learning that the ball is round. As I mentioned, a lot of parents don't have that soccer heritage or that pedigree, but a parent doesn't necessarily need to have an extensive background in soccer or competitive sports to initiate this type of training in the home, but it certainly helps. Sometimes, actually quite often, this can be outsourced to somebody else, not a coach or a trainer, but this can be outsourced to someone who has relevant experience and is a little closer to the home, like an uncle or a cousin or an older brother or sister. This isn't uncommon, and it's also a benefit of coming from a culture that has a soccer heritage because maybe the parents don't have the experience, but somebody in the family does, and that's a big, big, big plus. And as you've already heard me say, both Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey were introduced to soccer by their older brothers. Their parents didn't necessarily have a big soccer background, but their brothers had already been introduced to the game, and as soon as their little brothers could walk, they had introduced a ball to their feet. That is a big, big, big deal. But this influence alone is not what makes the stories of Landon Donovan and Clint Dempsey special. They had the soccer influence in their household, but there was another factor in play. In Southern California and Nokodosha's Texas, both boys were influenced by Latino soccer culture from a very young age. This was undoubtedly a massive benefit to their developmental process. Landon was on a primarily Hispanic soccer team. Clint grew up playing in the neighborhoods against Latino kids, even men. This introduction to a different soccer culture, coupled with the influence of their older siblings, created a real advantage for Landon and Clint. Not only did they get a head start in skills training inside their house when they were babies, but also they gained the invaluable lessons that come with playing things like 1v1 and pickup soccer with older kids and adults from a culture and with a culture that truly lived and breathed the game. A lot is said of Clint Dempsey's swagger and attitude. Landon certainly had a different type of feel for the game. And I don't think it's a stretch to say that the successes these players had can be largely attributed to their older brothers introducing them to the game at a young age, but also the soccer communities that they belong to. Parents and players are often at a disadvantage due to their lack of soccer expertise, but we can learn to remedy this by following leaders like Clint and Landon, or in their cases, Ryan and Josh, their older brothers. And we can learn to supplement this by finding ways to authentically introduce players to serious soccer cultures and allow those other cultures to permeate the player's core values. We'll continue to discuss the development of American soccer players in future episodes, picking apart the different influences and components and finding valuable lessons within those. But we'll leave this episode as a short and sweet one so that way you can revisit it or share it with others. If you liked what you heard here today, please share this episode with other people. And you can also subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you are listening to. And if you're feeling generous, we would love it if you left the show a five-star rating because that helps other people find the show naturally. And if you want to continue learning about this topic or other topics related to player development, you can find more episodes of this podcast at 343coaching.com. And that is where you can find more information about our coaching education programs and our parent education programs. And don't forget, you can visit 343masterclass.com to get all the details on our newest course offering for parents and players that are looking for help with individual training and mentorship. 
All right. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you guys next time here on the 343 podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. If you are interested in accelerating your development as a coach and learning more about possession-based soccer, you can visit 343coaching.com and sign up for our premium coaching membership program. That is where you will get access to video, audio, and ebook lessons that will help you reduce your trial and error time by showing you the methods that have been proven to work in the American soccer environment. You can visit 343coaching.com to learn more about our coaching programs. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast, and we will catch you next time.